This is the Moist of the Game podcast, and this is your host, Big Trey. And today is a beautiful day to put y'all on game. More to the game, we got a banger of a podcast today. Today's episode, we're going to talk about how to go pro. Everybody wants to go pro, but not everybody's good enough. Not everybody is fortunate enough. Not everybody has the situation in their life that allows them to pursue their sport professionally. Because there are sacrifices to make if you want to go down this road. And I'm not just going to talk about it from the basketball side. Also with football, volleyball, whatever sport you may play. But first things first, you got to evaluate yourself honestly. Look at your resume. Look at your skill set. Look at the film. Do you honestly see yourself being a professional at the sport that you play? You can be a professional and get paid an unlivable salary. It doesn't make any sense for you to go pro if you're not even going to make enough money to live. And it's okay if you come to the conclusion that you're not good enough. I talk about it all the time on the podcast, all the time on the channel. Sports is not the only way for you to have a successful life and make money. And there's so many side hustles that you can find together to make yourself some money. Like It gets to a point where it's, just, it's too easy for people nowadays to make money, so you have no excuse. But if you do see yourself being a professional, I'm here to give you the advice on how to make it happen. You came down to the decision that you're good enough to make it pro in your sport. You have the right situation to be a professional athlete because it comes with a lot of sacrifices, especially if you're someone that's going to have to play their sport in a different country. A lot of people don't get to pursue their professional dreams because of injuries, uh, family and kids. The money just doesn't make sense for them specifically. Like, There's different things that go into the equation on what makes it make sense. But if it makes sense for you, the next thing you got to do is understand your industry, aka your sport. As a basketball player, there are lots and lots of jobs, whether it's in Europe, South America, Australia, you know, Africa, wherever. Like, there's lots and lots of jobs but with that there's lots and lots of competition for those jobs so you still have to be great at what you do regardless I mean, football there's not so many jobs american football it is not soccer you got the nfl the cfl and it might be like um another league maybe in like australia maybe i'm not sure brazil it's somewhere i heard somewhere there's a there's a, another football league but regardless it's really only feasible for most people, like living-wise, to, to pursue a professional football career in the States or in the CFL in Canada. I'm not a football player, so I don't know all the ins and outs of the salaries and the process of everything. But for any professional athlete, you got to have an agent. Unless you're like an NBA lottery pick and that first deal, you really don't need an agent to negotiate. Someone like a Jalen Brown of the Celtics, he, um, if I'm not mistaken, he didn't have an agent for his rookie deal because... Basically, the wages are already set for rookie contracts, and there was nothing else that needed to be negotiated. There would just be a commission that he had to pay his agent for basically nothing. But we talked about this before on the channel, finding an agent. Me personally, I did a camp after the season where I found my first agent, even though that situation didn't work out. A lot of agents will reach out to you through social media. Everything is connected nowadays. People can always find you, that's for sure. Football-wise, as far as I know, it's the same. After the season, football players do pro days. They attend combines. Then even got the HBCU combines that are now out. Like, it's a lot of different things in the off-season that people can attend to try to get their name out there for agents and prospective teams. Same goes for volleyball, I'm pretty sure, or soccer or whatever. You go to the events after your senior season is up, and you try to you know showcase your abilities to teams and agents, and hopefully somebody will reach out to you and you can make something happen with them and build a partnership. 
Once you have found your agent, you found your guy girl that's going to be your business partner in this professional sports thing. Obviously, it's your agent's job to find your job, but you yourself have to be understanding of what the current market is because that'll help set your expectations for the type of offers you receive, how many offers, how long you're between offers, what places you might go to, and etc. I know my rookie year, the year that I came back from my rookie year that I didn't get to have, basically, I understood that not only was I gonna receive less job offers because of my injury, but we were in a time where COVID took a lot of jobs off the market. A lot of leagues weren't having seasons. A lot of countries didn't even have their borders open to imports to come in. And it was just a low, low amount of jobs available that specific year. But however, this year I feel like it's been the opposite. It's been a lot of job openings, good or bad, in terms of salary and location and levels and everything, because Last year, a lot of people's careers ended, unfortunately. And also with the COVID rules in NCAA, a lot of seniors did not come out this year. And going forward, the players that played in the 2020-21 season in college got an extra year. So until they're all graduated, it's going to be a little bit less seniors coming out than normal. And on the football side of things, it was also a lot harder for people to get drafted um, because there was no combine specifically because of COVID. A lot of guys that, you know, build their stock up through combines, especially small college guys, like they didn't have the opportunity. I know someone personally, I feel like could have had a shot at the NFL, but because of COVID, they didn't have the opportunity to showcase their abilities at a combine setting, you know. So it, it could be crazy. The world is the world. You just got to roll with the punches. Yeah. Evaluate what the current market is in terms of professional jobs in your sport to set your expectations for the season and the offers you receive. And when the offers do start coming in, you get that draft buzz or you get these teams overseas looking at you here and there. You need to have a good idea of what type of career you want to have. Understand that systems matter in football a lot. Like, I only played football in high school for a couple of years, but I'm a big football fan and I understand schemes and all that stuff matters. So if you're really trying to make it, then understand that you need to be trying out or trying to get onto a team. Obviously, it might not be a choice, but try to get onto a scheme that fits your abilities, that fits your play style, that can help you move on and get the next contract. Because the first contract is whatever, but getting to the next one is everything because washout rate is crazy. So many people get one contract and that's it. But you gotta be strategic. Set yourself up to get the next one. And you do that by putting yourself in a good position with the first one. So if you wanna make it to that high level in basketball, understand that if you take a lower level job and host to grind your way to the top, that you gotta make your game look like high level game. You can't just go out there and play on a low level, playing street ball, shooting a thousand shots, and expect that to translate to higher levels that gets you to that next contract. That's not how the game works. A lot of guys think that's how it works. The film never lies. The first thing they're gonna look at is your film and stats. If you're getting 40 points a game, it's already gonna be a red flag. Like, how are you getting all these points? Are you Michael Jordan or you're out here just taking a thousand shots? The perspective GM turn on that film, they see you coming down just playing freestyle basketball, pulling up anywhere, you play no defense, you have no IQ, none of that stuff translates. So that's not gonna help you and get into that next contract that'll get you closer to where you're trying to go in the long run. But don't get it twisted. You gotta put up your numbers, you gotta put up your stats because it's a lot of competition for these jobs. But how you do get your numbers and your stats means a whole lot. But just be aware that you gotta have that balance. Good stats and good film. And do not underestimate the character portion of everything. 
you have got to be known as a good teammate, a coachable player. Because I know specifically in Europe, that carries a lot of weight. When you're a bad guy, douchebag, terrible practice player, no work ethic, coaches talk, GMs talk, and they get around, they have no interest in signing you. Because there's so many people that are trying to get those jobs. Like You're not the only one that has those dreams and aspirations to play as high as they can professionally. So they're looking for reason to counsel you out. And don't let your character be one of those reasons. I say it all the time. You got to keep the main thing the main thing, and that's putting in the work and developing your game. If you're a senior looking to go professional, put in that work. If you're just graduating and you're grinding trying to get that contract, keep putting in that work. If you've already been professional, whether, no matter the sport is, just keep putting in that work. Keep getting better. Become the best version of yourself. Don't quit. Persevere through the storms. Just keep pushing, keep going, keep grinding. It's gonna pay off. Be strategic with your moves and passionate with the work and everything will pay off in the end. Just keep the main thing, the main thing, and you'll be all right.